Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills podcast. You're listening to a message from the Mackinac, bringing you the very best from the vast collection of camps preached by healing evangelist, best-selling author, and mega church pastor, Dag Heward Mills. I hope you've had a blessed Saturday and welcome to today's teaching. Today's message is from Atmosphere Camp, preached in Mampong in 2012. It is entitled, Different Spiritual Atmospheres, Part 2. Dag Heward Mills teaches us a number of different atmospheres that will help you to become more spiritual and to wait on the Lord effectively. Let's enter into today's teaching. Now, the next important atmosphere is the Riverside Atmosphere. Riverside atmosphere. When we when we close, I'm going to take you to a river. We are already by the river. The river is just here. And you will see a little of the riverside atmosphere. Oh, there's a river that is passing here. Turn to Psalm 1. It says in Psalm 1, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, that bringeth forth his fruit in his season, and his leaves shall also not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Amen. Amen. Now, the riverside atmosphere is the best atmosphere for a tree. Yeah. It's this atmosphere by a river. Now, are you listening? And, and I, need, I need to have volume because I'm not shouting. I don't want to shout, please. Are you listening? Now, out from now, I want everybody to notice any big city that you know about and realize, recognize that every big city, almost every big city, important city, is built around a river. Because the river gives life. So, if you can have the riverside atmosphere, and, and since you control the atmosphere, you need to keep migrating until you are in a riverside atmosphere always. Because the riverside atmosphere benefits are too many. And I saw this first in a town called Cologne 
in Panama, South America. In Panama, there are two main cities, the Panama City, but there's another town called Cologne. And I was invited to Cologne to preach some years ago. And I stayed in a hotel that was by a river. It was when I was there that I saw the riverside atmosphere. Because as I looked on the banks of the river, I realized that the thickness of the trees, the shrubs, and the forest, and a bit further away from the river, it just tapered down. So the riverside atmosphere, even the air is filled with water. The ground is full of water. It just soaks all the way. Anything that is in the, in the ground near to you soaks towards you. That is why you cannot just build boreholes anywhere. Because if somebody has made his septic tank next door and it's full, okay, it soaks into the ground and the feces water flows in every direction. And then you have made a borehole going down and you are sucking up the water and you say, wow, this is pure water. Do you understand? That's how, that's how it is. So that's why even when you make a borehole, you have to test the water and you have to sometimes purify the water. Otherwise, you'll be drinking your neighbor's feces. <laughs> or sometimes not only your neighbor, but your neighbor's neighbors. Yeah. So when you are by a river and the river is deep with water on your side, the water is going seeping to the, to all the sand and soil on the side of the river and sometimes hundreds of meters from the river is different. So you see the big cities are built around rivers like Cairo. It's built around the Nile. It's in a desert, but then here comes the river. Isn't it? The Niger River. You have some big cities built around it like um, Bamako. Bamako. Isn't it, Danny? The Niger River. It goes, it goes up, if this is West Africa, it goes up and comes through um, Niger and then it comes down into Nigeria. So it starts from on this left side and it's going through Mali and you see that the capital of Mali is built around the river it's right there the river is in the city most most international cities you have so many bridges it's, it's actually a sign of the kind of river that is there and it causes such an atmosphere of prosperity it, it says leaves shall not wither he shall bring forth his fruit in his season. And he shall prosper. Isn't it? His leaves shall not wither. He shall prosper. This is the atmosphere, what it does. You flourish. So, when I went to Korea, 
you know, where Yogicho's church is, is on this side of the river. On the other side of the river is where we, where we, the hotels are. We always cross the river. When we are at the church, we go out of the church and we go by the river. I think it's the river Han or something. Han River. So many things, you know, they use the river. Korea. In London, the Thames River. It passes through the city. There are so many bridges. Waterloo Bridge, Westminster Bridge, um, London Bridge. Several bridges cross the river. The Hudson River in New York. They have so many bridges and tunnels that cross the because the, the, the river brings life. And that river was connected all the way inside to America. It brings life, 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 life. So a riverside atmosphere is, is important. Now, the animals, okay, are sometimes more intelligent than Christians. And tonight's film, in tonight's film, film show, you will see the intelligence. Even of crabs. I will show you crabs migrating. They have more sense, spiritual sense, and sense to survive, to keep moving to a place where the atmosphere will be good for them to do well. Sister Joan, are you all right? Everything all right? You all right? Everything okay? You are sure? Your, your hand was like this, like something not very good. Everything okay? You are sure? You are sure? All right. Uh, her head is, is in the way. Her head. Move your head. Why don't you have more sense than a crab? I'm asking you a question. Why don't you have more sense than a crab or a butterfly or a fish? Or an antelope or a, a wildebeest? Why? Or an elephant? To keep moving till you get to the right atmosphere. So that you can do well there. Why? When one river is dried up, they move to the next river. They keep moving. They must. Because they are born to survive. And they need to survive. You need to survive spiritually. You need a river atmosphere. It's the greatest atmosphere to grow. When you are by a river, you find yourself growing. That's how you know that you are in the riverside atmosphere. You see that I'm growing a lot now. I'm changing a lot. I'm changing a lot. Now, how to create a riverside atmosphere is like continuous water. It's different from rain. Where it rains and stops. Rains and stops. Rains and stops. That's different from a river. River is always water. Now, people who are always listening to messages. Do you understand? And that messages that affect them and that they change are living by a river. Yes. Because the river is flowing. The anointing is flowing. So you see, I mean, look, you can always tell a Christian who listens to messages. Not just listen to messages for fun. But listens to messages and is changing with it. You, you always sense. Because it's the atmosphere that creates continuous growth. Oh, yeah. You can always tell. That's why I'll give you a makane. That's why I will give you messages. And I will, I will I'm happy to create a river. Not, not like it rained last week. And then you are going to die. 
till next week. Then it's going to rain again on Sunday. And then another one month will come. Or this week you couldn't come. That week you couldn't come. Do you understand? And then it rains again. That's different. For me, I don't need to go to church on Sunday. Because I create a continuous church. I'm continually in church. Yeah. I'm always... I'm, 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 I'm having preaching around me. It's always going on. Yeah. It's a river. It's a continuous church. In your, in your life. Continuous. Continuous church. Yeah. Continuous. I'm telling you. Continuous. And not just listening for fun. But listening, you see that it's making you read your Bible. I, I, I want to check this thing. That's when so I want to check something myself. I want to read something and see. Wow. I want to check this thing out. I want to read this. And you see that you are now living in an atmosphere of continuous water going by. That's a riverside. It's not a rainy rain stop. Dry. Sunday rain again. Stop. Dry. Look, you can't compare somebody who listens to one sermon a week to somebody who is, when you go home, it's like there's a message on somewhere. It's like there's soaking that's soaking that it makes you think about something let me check hey what is it let me check my bible bring let me check so what, what i heard so he said he mentioned something isaiah but he didn't mention the verse or if i mentioned the verse and it's the wrong verse so you are trying to look for the right verse and this is a very powerful verse you then say that the thing is affecting you it's a completely different person from somebody who comes on sunday and next sunday he comes again you you look at the sunday people all their life is to come once on Sunday. I mean, you can't compare with a, a tree that a tree that has an occasional rain to a riverside atmosphere. That's how I became a pastor. I created my own riverside and I kept moving. So, give me a, a gun. Give me a gun. Open your mouth, I will fill it. Yeah. Just one shot. Fire. No, no, no. Mouth, mouth. Open your mouth. Uh, okay. <laughs> next time, next time, yawn. Next time, open your mouth and yawn. It will be filled. is the best atmosphere for a tree there is no other better atmosphere it's even more powerful than an, a rainforest atmosphere do you see which is like frequent rain it's different from a river yeah <laughs> by the river there he shall be like a tree planted by the river it's very different continuous Yeah. I love it. I love it. I love it. I've attended so many conferences. And I create my own river. You see, I have 
Papa Hagen. He's my, my real father. It's Papa Hagen. I have all his messages for in, in arranging years, arranging topics, arranging different ways. So I'll be searching because see, there are different, I'm coming to the different types of atmosphere from different types of preaching. There are different types of preaching that create different types of atmosphere, which create different. Every atmosphere creates what it will bring. And I, I always search for an atmosphere. Recently, I was somewhere praying and I was searching for an atmosphere. I need a certain atmosphere. And I kept searching and it was so no, 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 I don't, I just know what I need now. This is what I, this is not what I need. This one. And I got, hey, I got it. When I entered that atmosphere, that was it. The rain started, I was wet. I was wet. So it's like, I, it's like, it's like I've been in, I'm in church for hours and hours. It never ends. It never ends. Yeah. If you are with me in the house, you will be afraid. Because there's no light. There's no light. And there's voices. And it's like that things are happening. Yeah. You will be afraid. <laughs> hey. I'm talking about atmosphere of a riverside. It's continuous. You are in it. Continuous. Continuous. It's not breaking. It's not breaking. In the riverside atmosphere, it's your atmosphere from you see that you keep changing and multiplying and increasing. You look at yourself, sometimes you see that you are in a church. Then at a point you may move to another you suddenly see that you are increasing. I'm changing. I've noticed a change, and I'm changing. And you keep my I'm climbing forward, I'm going. Hey, I'm different. I sense and feel it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That is the riverside. And that is why I say you need tools. I'll come to the tools, you know, that you need for the atmosphere. You need atmosphere tools. Now, the next atmosphere is the atmosphere of waiting on God. Yeah. You find in Acts chapter 13, Acts chapter 13, it says, Now there were at the church in Antioch certain prophets and teachers such as Barnabas and Simeon, that was called Niger and Lucius of Cyrene. I mentioned the names of the pastors. Somebody, somebody should get up and read it for me. Somebody should get up and read it. Acts 13, quickly. You need to get a microphone. Now there were in the church that was at Antioch certain prophets and teachers as Barnabas and Simon, that was called Niger, and Lucius of Cyrene. Slowly, slowly, slowly. And Mane. Are you reading with meaning? Mm-hmm. Yes, go on. And Manaean, which had been brought up with Herod the Tetrarch and Saul. Verse 2. As they ministered to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Ghost said, Separate me, Barnabas and Saul, for the work whereunto I have called them. 
And when they had fasted and prayed and laid their hands on them, they sent them away. Verse 4. So they, being sent forth by the Holy Ghost, departed unto Seleucia, and from thence they sailed to Cyprus. Amen. Very good. Now, Psalm, Psalm 27. Psalm 27. Yeah, read it. Somebody give it a microphone. Mike, you know, you need a microphone. You need a microphone. Psalm 27. Verse 14. Wait on the Lord. Be of good courage, and he shall strengthen thine heart. Wait, I say on the Lord. Wait on the Lord. Be of good courage. Okay? He shall strengthen thy heart. I say wait. I say wait on the Lord. Alright? Now I'm going to give you, I think I better do that because then I can weave in and out of these different atmospheres and then help you to understand what I'm talking about. Okay? So waiting on the Lord is an atmosphere. There's an atmosphere that comes in a place where you are waiting on the Lord. Look at Psalm 37. Somebody stand up and read Psalm 37, verse. Um, did I give you the verse? Psalm 37, verse um, 34. Psalm 37, verse 34. Wait on the Lord and keep his way, and he shall exalt thee to inherit the land. When the wicked are cut off, thou shalt see it. Say again. Psalm 37 verse 34. Wait on the Lord and keep his way, and he shall exalt thee to inherit the land. When the wicked are cut off, thou shalt see it. Wow. wow. Wait. Everybody say wait. Wait. On the, Lord. on the Lord. Okay. Now, there's an atmosphere of wait. Now, these atmospheres are probably the most important for spiritual people. As there are all different atmospheres you can have as a spiritual person. Yeah, and this is, this is it now. Waiting on the Lord atmosphere. Now, the next atmosphere is an atmosphere of prayer. Very different from waiting on the Lord. Well, it's different from waiting on the Lord. Now, I need somebody to read... Um, Isaiah chapter 8, verse 17. I'm still on the atmosphere of waiting on the Lord, but I want you to contrast it with the atmosphere of praying. Atmosphere of prayer. There's atmosphere of prayer. Different things happen in these different atmospheres. Isaiah chapter 8. Yes. Verse 17. Yes. I will wait for the Lord. Yes. Who is hiding his face from the house of Jacob? I will do what? Wait for the Lord. Uh huh. Who is hiding his face from the house of Jacob? Okay. I will put my trust in him. Amen. I will wait on the Lord. Who is doing what? Hiding. Who hideth his face? You see, God is a God that is mysterious. Mysterious. He hides. The difference between a prophet who is teaching 
of preaching. The prophet's main work is also to preach and to teach. If I am standing in the office of a teacher and I'm teaching you the word of God, okay, it's different from when I move into a prophet's room and I'm teaching. Because prophet, Bible says Moses was a great prophet. All those lessons in Exodus, Leviticus, Deuteronomy, the teachings, they are all curses, blessings, this, whatever. They are all teachings, but they are teachings of a prophet. Jesus was a great prophet. Okay. So there's this, there, so a prophet's main work, all the teachers, all of them, their main work was preaching and teaching. So when a pastor ministers, he also main work is preaching and teaching. When a teacher ministers, his main work is teaching. Okay. And when an apostle, what apostles, what does, what does he have to do? He's also preaching and teaching. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. And an evangelist. I mean, when I when I preach, when I'm an, when I'm working as an evangelist, I teach the gospel. I basically teach and preach. I explain the gospel. Those who have been at the crusades, and we are about to release a new product called the Cariso. Yeah, you need to get the Cariso. It's different from the Macanay. Yeah, the Cariso. Yeah, coming soon. You will love the Cariso because it will help you to preach and to teach about the gospel. So all the these people preach and teach. So when you are preaching and teaching and you shift, you see, because I, like I can talk to you as a friend, then I can shift into the level of a counselor. Then I can shift into another level where I'm talking to you as your pastor. Do you understand? Then I can shift into another dimension where I'm talking to you as your doctor. Each one is a different office and I'm speaking. And at each different office I take up, the authority and the way I, I would say the same thing, maybe, is different. Yeah. Because I say as your friend, then as your husband, then as your doctor, as your pastor. Different offices that I'll be operating in. But I'm saying the same thing. So when a preaching person moves into a teacher, moves into a prophet's office, when, when I'm preaching in ministry and I, and I shift into a prophet's office, the key characteristic, you see, is that it becomes more mysterious. Because a prophet is bringing mysteries. And things are not so clear anymore. So a prophet's teaching and preaching can listen to for a long time. But a teacher's preaching and teaching, you cannot listen to for so long. Because when a teacher is teaching and preaching, it's clear immediately. So after a few times, it's very clear of what is, being, what is happening. The point number one was very clear. Point number two was very clear. Point number three was very clear. Point number when you listen to it again, it's also still very clear. So if you listen to, for instance, Kenneth Hagin preaching and Fred Price preaching, you see that Kenneth Hagin preaches as a prophet. Teaches the same. Kenneth Hagin would teach a message called How to Turn Your Faith Loose. 
and Fred Price will teach the same message, how to turn your faith loose. When you listen to Fred Price one, it's it's clear, it's as clear as it can be. You understand it. When you listen to listen to a second time, it's as clear as it can ever be. But if you listen to Kenneth Hagin, you will not understand it very well. And it's a higher office. So actually, the one that you don't understand so clearly, all the things about it clearly is higher than the one that is clear. <laughs> because there's some mystery about it also, and there's a certain sense that comes into that type of preaching. And when a pastor is also preaching the same thing, a pastor has now is the completely different thing, and he is now in more practical. So there are different types of preaching and, and teaching. Are you listening? Yes. Yeah. So the more you don't understand it, sometimes it's even better. Then you see that you have to keep listening. And listening. And listening. And so it doesn't finish easily. And there's more mystery about that. Now this scripture that the girl read, what, what did he say? He's, read it my darling. Read it. Why is she? Who is it? Read it again. What's your name? Who are you? Awo. Awo, okay. Isaiah 8, verse 17. Uh-huh. I will wait for the Lord. I will wait for the Lord. Uh-huh. Who is hiding his face Who in is the house of Jacob? Hiding. He's hiding. <laughs> He's hiding his face. So that's so the prophet comes on a higher level see the prophets are always mentioned before teachers and pastors and the the church is built on the on the foundation of apostles and prophets they are more senior to teachers and more mysterious because god is mysterious god doesn't reveal everything to us he reveals parts and we know parts of things and things are not so clear at all yeah it's not clear and it will never be clear but with the mystical one that we can see we are trying to follow it yeah because god is hiding look jesus these disciples ask you why do you teach these people in this study they don't understand anything you've said i mean your message was that there's so I went out to sow this one fell upon this one and he didn't explain it he didn't explain it at all and you see you you will not get it until you read mark 4 and matthew 13 and so on unless you read them in an, an easier english language bible you will see that by the time jesus finished preaching the parable his disciples actually confronted him about why your messages are not clear what you've preached, nobody understands what you said. What is this? Yeah. No one understood what you said. You have, you have explained it to us. Nobody understands. Why do you do that to these people? He said that the, that the scripture might be fulfilled. That having eyes they cannot see, and ears they cannot hear. Hey! More mystical. I mean, why should you preach a message that nobody understands? It's even more mysterious.
and God doesn't respond to casual seekers. So, there comes the need for waiting on God. Even me, I mean, a non-entity like myself. People who don't wait and have patience to relate with me. Don't relate with me. If you don't have patience, you cannot relate with me. If you don't have patience and humility to wait, to just wait until even to just say hello, you will never see me. You see, and, and there are there's many mystical aspects of myself. I used to think I was so clear, but as I've gone, I've realized that there are many mystical things about, about me. Outside, we don't understand is that you have built a big Kodesh and the whole church is full of people and whatever. And you have run away to a dining hall somewhere and you are preaching and they can't find you in that place anymore. They are finding you somewhere and it's like different things. I mean, all sorts of different strange things. Yes, you, you didn't understand it. I'm hiding my... So if you don't have the humility or the patience, that's why John introduced himself. He said, I, John, your, your brother and companion in tribulation and in the kingdom and patience of Jesus Christ. I was on the Isle of Patmos. I was in the spirit on the Lord's day. Your, com- your companion and your brother in the, in the kingdom and patience of Jesus Christ. There's patience of Jesus Christ. If you are serving God, there is a patience. Even somebody like me, zero, a captain zero like myself, you may need patience before you can interact with me seriously. It's true. How much more God? And now you don't have time to wait on the Lord. And it's different from the atmosphere. I'm coming to the atmosphere of prayer where you are having a prayer meeting or you are praying. You've come to pray. There's a different world, two different worlds. I'm talking about a room that you are in. Listen to me, you are in the room. And there's an atmosphere in the room. The atmosphere are two. One is you are praying and one is you are waiting. Yeah. They are different. They are different. Different things happen. One, you are praying, you are, you are having, you are praying to God. You are praying, you are there to pray and make God answer prayers. And the other is, you are waiting on God. There are two different things. And two different kind of experiences happen in the two different, yeah, atmospheres. Yeah. I prefer waiting on God to pray, praying. The atmosphere of prayer gives me different results from that. Actually, I am launched into the atmosphere of prayer when I'm instructed to enter that atmosphere through waiting. Yeah, through the atmosphere of waiting, then I'm directed, pray or whatever. So if actually, if I get to know what to pray, I'm, I'm happy about it. Other than that, I, 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 I like to just be waiting on a hiding God. I say on a hiding God. On a God that is hiding himself. And it's, it's mysterious. Read the Bible carefully. And you see Paul say the mystery of this. The mystery of the... For when he decided to reveal the mystery of his love. The mystery of Christ. The mystery of this. Mystery of revelation. All the mystic. Look at the book of Revelation. You can hardly understand it from beginning to end. I don't know when it starts, when it's ending. 
it will describe a woman uh, says she has lived deliciously she has done this she has fornicated with the kings then and then you say that the, the, this woman is a city <laughs> she's a city so i i i love listen like if i say like i i i i don't listen to fred price anymore no not that i don't listen to me but I, I don't have i don't listen because when i listen to the prophet I'm, I've, I've entered another level anyway we'll come to that that one it's another higher level of teaching and the environment that is there the atmosphere is different did you finish I will put my trust in him. Amen. Amen. Uh, now, read Isaiah 30, verse 18. Are you a digital sister or you are still into manual things? Isaiah 30, verse 18. Yet the Lord longs to be gracious to you. He rises to show you compassion. For the Lord is a God of justice. Blessed are all who wait for him. Hmm. Blessed are all who wait for him. Amen. Amen. Therefore will the Lord wait that he may be. Therefore will the Lord wait and wish and therefore he will be exalted. Are you reading Isaiah 30 verse 18? Yes, please. Blessed are all they that wait for him. Amen. Amen. Isaiah, wait for him. He has a time that he will speak. God has a time that he he chooses to speak or to move. God has a time that he chooses to move. He doesn't doesn't move at any particular time. Ah, shabalabala baba. Lemasandola baba. Yes. You know, I was, I, was, I was listening one day. I, 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 I actually attended a conference. You know. You see, it's those who have patience. That's why John, I'm, I, I John, your brother and companion in tribulation and in the kingdom and patience of Jesus Christ. On the third day, an angel came into the service. And Papa Hagen spoke. And he said, he was standing up on the stage. And he said that an angel had appeared to him and asked him to follow him. We were all there. We were all there. Yeah. We were all there. And he followed the angel. Live. And, and the angel walked down the corridor, the congregation, and pointed to somebody and told him to minister to that person so he came down the corridor in the congregation and the, the angel had told him to minister to this person yeah it, it was it was a, i was sitting by one a pastor from ghana we were all together it's fantastic one day i was scrolling i was searching i said lord i, should, I was watching different things i was watching different things. i said no i i don't know god who should show me something then suddenly i came to something then he started to describe something. He said, for 25 years, I've not spoken about this. This is the first time I'm speaking for 25 years. 
since Jesus appeared to me, I've never spoken about this, and I'm going to say it today. And he started to say, but you see, it wasn't the first day. First day was something. It wasn't the second. It wasn't the third. I mean, I was fine. You see, those who have patience. That's why John introduced himself. He said, I, John, your brother and companion in tribulation and in the kingdom and patience. I'm patient. I will wait for you. On you for you. On you for you. On you for you. On you for you. If you have only time. Those who have no time for God. He has also no time for you. He has no time for you. In, in Israel, we have these Jews, the, 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 the radical Jews. Every Israeli, Israeli is supposed to join the army. The radical Jews, they said, we will not join the army. They said, we have no time for such things. We are, we are waiting on the Lord. We are in the temple. Current Jews in Israel today said, we have no time for such things. We are waiting on the Lord. An atmosphere where you are waiting on him. It's completely different from an atmosphere where you are praying about something. Lord, I commit into your hand now the church that the church should go. It's different. Different. Yeah. Different. Very different. From somebody who has come and said, Okay, I'm here. You see, God is real. God is real. He's really, really there. And so when you go to a room, he's right there with you. If you believe. His angel is real. His presence is real. So when I'm in an atmosphere where I am praying, I can get completely different experiences from where I'm. When you are in an atmosphere of prayer, you don't hear from God. You don't, you, don't, you don't hear from God. You don't hear from God. You pray. So the atmosphere of prayer is a good atmosphere. But it's different from an atmosphere of waiting for God. Most of you have never been in an atmosphere of waiting on God before. You've never experienced it. You don't know how to wait on God for even just one day. Raise your hand if it is true. You don't know how to wait on God. You don't even know that there are different things happen. Yeah. Most of the time when I go to wait on God, I, I go to wait on God. I don't have even what to pray. Recently I went to pray and the Lord now told me, I went to wait on God and the Lord now told me, now pray about this. Now I had something. I said, oh wow. As I was waiting on the Lord. Amen. All right. So, may you enjoy all these atmospheres. Amen. Zephaniah. Awo, Zephaniah. Did you finish reading? Yes. Zephaniah, quickly find it. It's in the Bible. Zephaniah chapter 3. Let's see how quickly you can find it. Zephaniah, quickly. Um, Zephaniah chapter 3. Zephaniah chapter 3. Woe to the city of oppressors, rebellious and defiled. She obeys no one. She accepts no correction. She does not trust in the Lord. She does not draw near to her God. Her officials are roaring lions. Her rulers are evening wolves who leave nothing for the morning. Her prophets are arrogant. 
They are treacherous men. What, what are you reading? Zephaniah chapter 3. Verse what? I started from 1. Ah. Okay, read on. For the sake of reading. Help. <laughs> what verse are you on now? Verse 4. Okay, read on. You'll get her, there. Her prophets are arrogant. Okay. They are treacherous men. Her priests profane the sanctuary mm. and do violence to the law. The Lord within her is righteous. He does no wrong. Morning by morning, he dispenses his justice. And every new day, he does not fail. Yet the righteous know no shame. I have cut off nations. Their strongholds are demolished. I have left their streets deserted with no one passing through. Their cities are destroyed. No one will be left. No one at all. I said to the city, surely you will fear me and accept correction. Mm -hmm. Then her dwelling will not be cut off. Mm. Mm -hmm. Nor all my punishments come upon her. Mm. But they were still eager to act corruptly in all they did. Mm. Therefore wait for me, declares the Lord. Mm. For the day I will stand up to testify. Mm. I have decided to assemble the nations, mm. to gather the kingdoms, and to pour out my wrath on them. Have you read verse 8? Yes, please. Read it again. Therefore wait for me. Therefore what? Wait for me. Wait. We must wait, wait, wait on the Lord. We must wait, wait, wait on the Lord. Learn our lessons well. In his timing, he will tell where to go, what to do, and what to say. We must wait, wait. Wait on the Lord. We must wait. Wait. Wait on the Lord. Learn our lessons well. In His timing, He. Where to go? What to do? What to say? We must wait. Sing it now. Wait. We must wait, wait, wait on the Lord. Learn our lessons well. In His timing, He will tell where, what to do, and what to say. One more time. We must wait, waiting, waiting. We must wait, wait, wait on the Lord. Learn our lessons. In His timing, in His timing, He will tell where, what to do, what to say. How can you be a spiritual pilgrim without waiting on God? I'm telling you, that is why sometimes people want certain results but you are not prepared to do what you need to do yeah how can you say you've got a beloved when you have not waited on the Lord how can you say you've got a beloved when you've not waited on the Lord you've not waited on the Lord 
you just like the person. All that glitters is not gold. When you wait on the Lord, when you wait on the Lord, you know what to do, where to go, what to say. You need to wait on the Lord. Do you want a tragedy before you wait on the Lord? The prophet Branham, one of the great prophets that we ever had, he had a tragedy and then finally he decided to go and wait on the Lord. And when he waited on the Lord, suddenly he saw a light appearing in the room. And the angel, an angel came to him. It's time to start seeing angels again. And when the angel came, the angel told him, about what he was going to do in the ministry and he started his ministry through that amen Amen. are you there yeah so waiting on the lord brings great direction it's an atmosphere where you can be spoken to Amen. amen so many people come and tell me oh bishop i've got a beloved (laughs) <laughs> I will, are you there? Isaiah 40. Isaiah 40. 31. Isaiah 40. 31. I'm talking about an atmosphere. There's an atmosphere of just calmness. I'm just waiting. I'm just, I'm just around. I'm just around. Lord, I'm here. Lord, I came to be with you. Because I like you, Lord. I like being with you. I like it when I'm in your presence. I don't have any particular topic. I don't have any particular agenda. I just, I'm just around. I want to be with you. That's different from atmosphere of presence. I've prayed today three hours. No, it's, it's different. That is atmosphere of prayer. I'll show you that one in the Bible. This atmosphere of waiting. Abu, are you ready? Are you, Abu, are you ready? Yes, please. Start reading, my dear. Isaiah chapter 40, verse 31. Okay. But those who hope in the Lord no. will renew what their strength. Did you use? What version did you use? What version did you use? Digital brother, give to her. Good. Okay, go. Tap. Isaiah. okay quick isaiah 40 verse 31 but they that wait upon the lord shall renew their strength shall renew their strength they shall mount up with eagle with wings as eagles they shall run and not be weary and they shall walk and not faint. strength strength in the name of the lord strength in the name of the lord comes when you wait upon the lord amen Amen. brother are you all right excuse me everything okay sit down sir are you all right what is your name philip you are from where ucc you all right 
environment in Accra is okay? You lose election or you won election? You didn't what? You are not in any party. What, what, what does he mean by that? Did you win or did you lose? Did your party win or your party lost? Your party lost. Okay. Don't worry, alright? Everything. There'll be runoff, okay? Don't worry. Alright, sit down. Listen, some of you, you are too weak spiritually. How can you rise up like an eagle above the storms of this life? How can you run and not be... You, you see, you are, you are young and you are getting old. Energy comes from the spirit's realm as well. Yeah. How can you have the guidance that you need if you can't wait upon the Lord? Now, how do you wait upon the Lord? Praying, fasting is a type of, you see, there, there's, a, there's an activity. But the most important thing is the mind of I am here to wait. This is the difference. You see, sometimes when people are waiting for me, I want to sometimes just meet with them. What is it that you want? You want to see me about what? Okay, and let me answer a question. Okay, this one. What is it that you want? What is it? So this is what these different people just want around. Oh, there's nothing. We are just with you. We want to be around in the atmosphere here. It's, it's just there's nothing particular that we are. You you are, you immediately have a different feeling. No, no. I want to, I want to say this and ask you about this. Should I do this? And is this one? So, oh yes, the answer is yes. And then there was a scripture that you asked about. It said yes. It's uh, Isaiah forty verse thirty one. And is that all? Okay, thank you. What is it? Then? You are not of any particular. I'm here. I'm just around. I'm around and I'm around and I'm around. I like it when I, I like it. I like it here. Wow, being there, being there, being there, being there. Now, most Christians don't know how to wait on the Lord. Even fasting can hinder you from waiting on the Lord. Yeah. Fasting can actually hinder you from waiting on the Lord. Why? Because many times when people are fasting, the mind that you have, that you are supposed to have, you see, I'm explaining that waiting comes from the mind first. It's not even what you do whilst you are waiting. But the mind that is relaxed. That's why I said that if I'm, you, all of you are waiting for me, say, what is it? No, I'm going to ask you about what you said last week. So, okay, yeah, this is the answer. What is it? You said that you are going to dedicate my car. So I've dedicated, okay, I'll dedicate it on Friday. What is it? You said that I should come to uh, uh, eat your shawarma. I said, okay, I'll be there on Thursday. What is it? You said that uh, you got a new beloved and I, I will, I will decide, I'll see her on Sunday. What is it? You said you are getting married on, on Friday. So, okay, I'll, I'll be there. I'll send uh, whatever. I've finished. I've sorted out the five of you. Or maybe these people they just said oh we just we're just around so the mind even i i the one who you are sort of wasting you claim that you are waiting on me i also have the mind to just answer your this 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 so i, I myself have a different attitude towards you 
So God has a different flow towards you when you are waiting on him. He has a different flow towards you when you are here for a request. Now when you fast, if you notice, most of the time, you have a certain it must end. When will it end? You see, and if, if, wait, if you say you are waiting on me and you are, you are just looking at the time, when, when, when will all this be over so we can get out of here? You are not waiting. You are not waiting on me. So that is how fasting sometimes contradicts waiting on God. So often, what you need is to learn how to have the mixture of activity. Any activity that is hastening and, and hurrying you up. Like maybe you want to wee-wee and you are waiting for me. Do you understand? And it's like, he should come quickly so that I can go and wee-wee. Then it's better that you go and wee-wee so that the wee-wee that is waiting will not hasten your attitude or even change your attitude. And once you are not relaxed, you see, the mind closes up the more tense you are. Yeah. If you notice when you fast and pray often, most of the time when you fast, you don't hear from God. Yeah. Sometimes you hear from God after or before. Because by the time God speaks to you, you hear it in your mind as well. Are you there? Yeah. So the essential element, once there's hurry up, sort this out. You say you want what? You said that you would give me one bottle of water. I said, okay, see, uh, sister, whatever. You said what? You said you would uh, tell me a scripture that I can find that will help me to get a beloved. Okay, uh, check Jeremiah 14, verse 8. Uh, what was it? You said you give me a chai pad. I said, okay, I said I'll give you a chai pad. See me on Thursday. So I'm sorting you out. I'm sorting you out. Because it's even irritating to have all these people waiting around. Yeah. I, the one who say you are waiting, I have a different attitude. And when I say, oh, these people are just around, so then come. Then when you come, you see, the, the person is also relaxed. He will talk to you in a different way. And he may say things that you didn't even know were important. And that's why some of you never hear things that are important. Because you are always in a hurry. The real important one, they come when the person is relaxed. When Jesus was preaching, they just gave them mysteries. The real secrets he told them after. So most of you have missed the, the mystery, the real revelations and the real directions for your life and they are not, it doesn't, it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. Because you don't wait. Everybody must wait on the Lord. That is why people who are spiritual have places to go to. That's why the gardens was a place I, I'll find myself, the botanical garden. If you, are not, if once you want to be spiritual, you have to have Gethsemane. You have to have wilderness. You have to have the mountain. You have to have this desert place. You have to have the wilderness. All these are centers of waiting. You need a center of waiting on the Lord. No matter how poor you are, there will be a place you can go to wait on the Lord. What do you talk about? I'm talking about spending days, time, time. How important the person is, you see, how much time you have. Benny Hinn said, Benny was telling us, he said, look, when he came to the service, and Catherine Kuman said, who has been waiting here longest for me? Who, who has been waiting the longest? And there was a couple, they had come from somewhere, and they had been waiting from the day before, all through the whole day, to the next day. They had not gone, they had not gone, they were just there, waiting. And she said, come. When they said, come, said, he was there practically. As they were coming, a wind started to blow on them. Wind. And their, their dress, like this, come, like this, was blowing. 
It was blowing as they were going. Go, go. It was like blowing like this. It was blowing like this. Yeah. He saw it. He, when he was telling us. He asked, who, who are... The question he asked, who has been waiting the longest? And then when they started coming, when they started coming, then the thing was blowing like this. Wind, wind. You see, God is very real. He's very powerful. He's real. You don't know that he's real. He's far more real than you can imagine. When Papa Hagen explained, he said he explained the patient. He said, For all these 25 years, I've never talked about this. He said, Look, Jesus walked in. He thought it was a nurse because he could see the rope up to here. Then he saw the sandals. He walked into the room. The, the door was ajar. He said, He walked around. My hair stood like this. He said, I've seen him before. I knew it was Jesus. And he walked in and walked around the bed. And he said, he came, I was lying like this. He came to my left side. He pulled a chair and he put and he sat by my bed. He said, right there. I would just touch him like that. He was sitting there. He just came to touch my side like this. I said, that's my father. He was there. He said, he was explaining it. He said, I could just touch him like this. And he said, yesterday I, to- I spoke to you in the car. Remember, I spoke to you in the car. He said, it's true. He said it's true. He said he had heard a voice in the car. He was coming. He was preaching. When he fell down. And when he fell down, he fell on his shoulder. He said somebody had put a tape recorder by the pulpit. And he didn't see. So he stepped on it. And he was, he was going somewhere. He stepped on it. He started to slide. And he fell on his shoulder. On the shoulder. And the shoulder came out. Or the elbow. He was describing the elbow of the shoulder. And it was, it was very painful. I said he could hardly feel much. So he, he just said something and he finished the sermon. Afterwards, he realized that the, the, the bones had come out and was just left with the skin was hanging on it. Then there was a nurse in the church. The nurse said, I know a doctor. Let me call the doctor. She called the doctor. The doctor said, come. Come now. I was just leaving. You come. When he came, he said, I'm, I'm, I'll admit you. He said, as they were going in the car with the hand after the service, then a voice came in the car and said, your arm is not broken. And I will speak to you about it tomorrow. So he turned around and said, did you hear the voice? It's explaining. This was when the person, the Bible says that, and the word of the Lord came unto Jeremiah. And this is how they, they hear, they actually hear the voices. And the word of the Lord came, but nobody heard, but he heard it. So he turned around and said, who, who, who is saying that? So when the Lord came to him the next day through the door and came and sat and pulled the chair, he said he was sitting there like that on the 5.45 in the afternoon. He sat and pulled the chair like that. Like that. He sat by himself. As I, told, I spoke to you in, in the, yesterday. When you were coming to the whatever. He said, yes. He said, when they came, they told me that it's not broken. The doctor said, your arm is not broken. As soon as they took it, the doctor said, it's not broken. But what you have is worse than broken. Jesus is more real than you can imagine. He's here. He's here. He's here. He's real. It's powerful. If you can wait on God and believe that God is real, when you say, Lord, he hears you exactly, clearly. You can have his presence and his direction. And his directions will come to you clearly. His power will come to you clearly. He will speak. He speak like this. Even if you don't see clearly, you see that he's guiding you. Oh, yeah. And the more you wait, the more you get used to him. The closer you are with somebody, and often you hear the person's voice. Even when the person makes his voice, when he, when he makes it funny or he does something, you see that you, you say, oh, it's you. It's you, it's you, it's you. I know your voice. You can know God by, by, by waiting. 
there's an atmosphere that is created by people that are relaxed even me i'm, I'm nothing I'm, I'm zero i'm captain zero nobody chose me nobody ever chose me even after that they don't choose me they still don't choose me recently you know before the election when this daughter otabel's thing came up and they were having whatever they were facing him and so on then the government was worried about it so they decided to meet all pastors they called invited all pastors that this pastor this pastor to come for a breakfast meeting and they didn't invite me yeah they didn't invite me so i'm i'm to up to they still don't choose me yeah still but even me even somebody who is not important like myself you understand even me when i sense the atmosphere of people that are relaxed and also relaxed don't let me talk to you let me tell you things people don't know about let me give you something that i don't give to other people even me how much more him how much more him he who is almighty jehovah you will see one day when you see because hey, you were real and you see he said and the, and the lord he said the lord said and he said he used an american expression when he started by him and he was talking he said he used an, he used an Amer- american word he said he didn't use thou he said don't don't he said don't he said something like, don't be mad at me told him he said he was by me by he, I was, he touched him like this hey! He said, don't be mad. Say, if I had not, if I had not allowed this thing to happen. And you see, all this thing looked like accident. There was a tape. There was a tape there. He stepped on it and started sliding. They had polished the stage. And so he slid all the way like that and fell on his arm. Yes. And it's just like, it's an accident. But it's not an accident. It's not an accident at all. At all. It's no accident at all in God. He said, I, I did it to get your attention. He said, don't be mad. at me. If I have not, he said, told him, you will not have lived beyond the age of 55. He said, you will not have lived beyond the age of 55. And when he, when he was speaking about it, he was about 70 something years old. He said, yeah, he said, Lord told him, you will not have lived beyond the age of 55. Listen, praying and waiting and being relaxed for God to speak to you. You see that a real God will start guiding you and speaking to you and getting involved in you and in your life. You need it so much. Your weakness is because you don't know how to wait on God. Your weakness as a pastor, your lack of influence and, and anointing power is, is because you have never known how to wait on God. Find a place. Me as a student, I was able to find uh, gardens. I was able to find out. You uh, be alone. You don't know how to be alone with God. So when you are not, when you can't be alone with somebody, you are not close to the person. That's what shows that you are not close to the person. If you are alone with the person, you'll be tense. You will not know what to say. What, what are we going to say next? That, 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 that's, how, that's how you know whether you are close to somebody. If I'm with you, just the two of us, and this, that's when you see whether we are close. You see that our, our words will get finished just now. You and I'm not talking about a prayer meeting. I say you alone, just you and God. Let's see how long you can keep talking. Then we know that you are close. Yeah. You say you are close to God. You can't stay with him just you and him in just an hour or two hours or three hours or a day. When you are close to someone, you can stay with the person and talk to the person endlessly. Yeah. 
Some of you, if I, if I stay with you after, I mean, 20 minutes, I mean, there five minutes, I'll ask this, I'll ask, do you have a beloved? Okay, do I have a beloved? Okay, do you this? Okay, what? after we are going to do this, it's finished. There's nothing, we can't talk again. <laughs> I'm showing you that you are not close to God. Yeah. I'm not talking about prayer meeting. No, prayer is different. Prayer is different. That's why when you are waiting on God, you may be fasting or you may not be fasting. Yeah. And when I discovered how fasting was now hindering me from waiting on God and hearing his voice, when I discovered, then I modified my fasting greatly. Modified it totally. Because I didn't want anything to say, hurry up and finish, hurry up and go away. I need to ask. I, I, there's nothing like that. I know. And I learned how to fast and downgrade my, until there's nothing, even, I don't even want to eat. But I'm just there. And it's like you are just patient. There's nothing more. By this, by, by six o'clock, I can eat. Or by this time, oh, I'll be free. Hey, by, free of what? There is no waiting. They are not waiting. Free, free of what? They are not waiting. Free of what? Free of God. How do you think he feels when he said we'll be free? If you want to sit with me at the point he said that we'll be free of bishop. If, if I feel that you'll be free of me, I'll free you immediately. You want to be free of me? I also want to be free of you. You want to be free of me? When we're talking, we say that when will he release us so that we'll be, you, we'll be free of him? I want, you, I want to be free of you too. I want to be free of you. You want to be free of God by six. By six, you'll be free of God. By, by six, you'll be free of God. But on Friday, you'll be free of God. Because you are, you are fasting, so by Friday you are going to be free of God. Do you think he, he, he likes such things? Say, say it to yourselves. Say, oh, beloved, by Friday I will be free of you. Say it to your beloved and see if he, he will accept you. Or he will still like you. By Friday I will be free. By 6 I will be free of you. Or you are going to die on Tuesday. By Tuesday I will be free of you. Yeah. That's why those who wait on the Lord, you know, one day I saw all my pastors, and then I saw a pastor whose church was growing. Then he was describing, so his wife goes to work and he's in the house. He just roams through the house. He's just in the house. He's in the house. He's just moving in the house. Praying, moving around, walking. Those are the people whose churches grow. They are just waiting on the Lord. Mostly waiting on the Lord. They read. So in waiting on God, you may fast, you may not read in the Bible. Reading a book, reading, staying there. It's like there. The main thing is being there without. Yeah. That's the, that's the key. And you now, when you want to be spiritual, you see that it's not now that you are going to find contemporary stew with yam and this, and you are now following palm oil and there's so many things. You are full up, you are pooping three times a day, eating, swallowing this. I mean, look, come on. So the atmosphere when you when you enter a person so it's not even easy to wait on god with people especially of different spiritual rankings and different spiritual level you see that as you are waiting somebody wants to close or as you are waiting on god that person is expecting a prayer topic you have to give a prayer topic to somebody who is not patient it's like so what were we praying about now or the person is make texting or person has to make phone calls and you realize that it's like the person needs has things to do. He's checking his Facebook and checking his, his internet and checking the mails. And you are just relaxed in the house of the Lord. 
you need to learn how to wait on God. Pastors whose churches don't grow, they don't wait, they are not strong. You are fighting demons. One time I was waiting on the Lord. Suddenly in the middle, I thought about 3 a.m. I saw chariots. Chariots came. Where I was, where I was, there was like a window. I saw the chariots coming. And the chariot at the back in the chariot was demons with like, with this type of like uh, flying coats and so on. They were there. And then they, they pointed, it was like a junior demon said, it's this house. This, this is where it is. And I saw they came full speed and stopped right there. And they said, this is where it is coming from. Because I was praying through the night. Through the night, I was praying. I was praying. I was interceding. I was intercepting spiritual missiles. Praying for divine escapes. Blocking flames and arrows. Yeah. When you wait on the Lord, you pray intermittently. You read the Bible intermittently. You read books intermittently. You hear from God. The main thing is that you are relaxed. And it's all about God. Wow. I, I wish you happy waiting on the Lord. How many are going to wait on the Lord? Will you wait on the Lord? Are you sure? Bishop, please, I've got a, a beloved. Bishop, please, I've got a beloved. You are joking. You never waited on the Lord. You just look and say, it's nice. And your, and, your, and your heart, as a woman, your heart moved. And you became attached with a hook. You became attached with a hook. Cannot escape. Brothers, you are following breasts and ties. Ties and breasts. You don't know that it's having an influence on you. This is what you are following. Bottoms. You wait. That bottom will be unavailable when you marry. You see. You want to tap the bottom and say, no way. Come on. Sealed. I've sealed it. <laughs> now, ten, let me show you the prayer atmosphere. Turn to Acts chapter 4. Acts chapter 4. It's, it's, a, it's a very good atmosphere. But it's different from waiting on the Lord atmosphere. Are you found it? Yeah. Verse 23. And being let go, they went to their own company and reported all that the chief priests and elders had said unto them. When they heard that, they lifted up their voice to God and said, Lord, they described their prayer. Lord, thou art God, which has made heaven and earth and the sea and all that in them is, who by the mouth of the servant David has said, Why did the heathen rage and the people imagine vain things? And the kings of the earth stood up and the rulers were gathered together against the Lord and against his Christ. For a truth against thy holy child Jesus, whom thou hast anointed, both Herod and Pontius Pilate with the Gentiles and the people of Israel were gathered together for to do whatsoever thy hand and the council had determined before to be done. And now, Lord, behold their threatenings and grant unto thy servant that with all boldness they might speak thy word by stretching forth thine hand to heal that signs and wonders may be done by thy holy child Jesus. Verse 31. 
the atmosphere, this prayer, everybody praying. This is the effect of the atmosphere. And when they had prayed, the place was shaking. When they were assembled together, and they were filled with the Holy Ghost, and they speak the word of God with boldness. You see, the very place where you are spending time praying, and the atmosphere of prayer is another charged, intensely charged atmosphere. So sometimes even you can have that atmosphere in your house by playing messages where there are prayers. <laughs> it's an atmosphere. I, 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 I used to listen to a tape by Papa Hagen called The Greater One in, in You. He, he speaks in tongues for um, about 25 to 45 minutes. He speaks in tongues praying in that um, message. Do you get it? Yeah. It was, it was even nicer than the message. I just, it was an atmosphere. An atmosphere that is created. Yeah. An atmosphere where there are, there are prayers. Yeah. An atmosphere where there are prayers is an atmosphere I like to be in. And anytime you have a prayer meeting, you have a certain atmosphere, it's so powerful. But it's different from the atmosphere of waiting on God. Can you see the difference? Even if you can't see the difference, it's good. It's a mysterious thing. And sometimes as you wait on God, the atmospheres of prayer come. But then waiting on God is the main thing. But prayer, wow, what an atmosphere. So sometimes you come to somebody's house, the person is a spiritual person. You see that he's playing something. One day my wife came, I was in Malaysia. I was on an island. You see where the tsunami came in Malaysia, I was on that island. Yeah. And my wife was in a hotel. And my wife went out. She went out. She went somewhere. She went somewhere. And then she came back. I was in the room praying. And when she came in, I was playing. Papa Hagen was playing. He was just speaking in tongues. He has some type of tongues that come. He was praying. Hey, when she came, she said, hey, you and this man. That's all that she said. You and this man. I mean, I was glad he was not a woman. Otherwise, maybe she would I'm in love with him. With her. You and this man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was praying, Mama. Kadala, Shana, Beba, Kaba, Roba, It was. I like the. I just like the atmosphere that is in my hotel room with that speaking. Thanks. It's beautiful. To me, it's nice. I said, to me, it's nice. Yeah. That 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 message. You know, he was preaching to Bible students. Oh. You know, I went. I went to uh, Tulsa. I, I lost the message. I listened to some of the tape. God spoke. This is just a message somebody gave to me. And I'm listening to it and just always play. I use it when I'm praying, reading my Bible. It's an atmosphere. You see, you need to create those atmospheres. If you don't create the atmosphere, the fish is wiser than you. Antelope is wiser than you. Elephants are wiser. Crabs are wiser. All these animals are wiser than you. But they know the importance of atmosphere and you don't know the importance of the atmosphere. So, my tape got spot. That tape. It's called the greater one in you. So I went to America and I ordered and I said, There's a message, greater one in you. 
So I bought it. I got it. I mean, I think all I have to order when it eventually got it, then I played it. It started. It started playing. Begin. I, I recognize it. I know the, all the stories. I, he has a lot of stories. I, I like the story. The story, I, I know all his relatives. I, know, I, I like all the things that are in the, in the preaching. It was going, 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 going. Finished the first side and started the second side. And when it finished the message, then it ended. And then I, I took the tape. I played it. I said, Back in, you know, tape. Play. Where's, where's the, where's the other part? Where is the prayer? Where is the prayer? It was not there. I turned it around. I pressed myself. Ah, these people, this editor, these people who think they know better than everybody else, they have removed that part. It's like that's not part of the message. I just threw the thing away. It's one of my greatest disappointments. And I don't know how to get that, that thing. Where is the prayer? Where is that? It was about 45. He speaks. He, he prophesied. He speaks to the, to the children and the pastors and the people that are in the school. He's in, he's in the classroom. He's talking, talking. He's telling them that they will make it in the ministry. Ooh. My atmosphere has, has been... Because I need it. Not, it's not even the doctrine of the message. But it's the atmosphere that I, I use as my atmosphere that I've been in. I've worked in that atmosphere for years. Yeah. I'm talking about, that's why some of your prayer, it ends very short. You, you, you know only how to pray the Lord's Prayer. Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom. Sit down, sit down, sit down, sit down. Our Father, these are the prayers you pray. Our Father, which are heaven. Oh Lord, thy which are great in heaven, this way. Amen. Three minutes, it finished. Because there is no atmosphere. From, you see, a place where it's difficult to pray, for instance, the sea. But when you speak, you can't even hear yourself praying. Seaside. Very difficult. That's why you can't pray for long. You cannot pray for long in certain environments. It's not easy or possible. I'm telling you. It's not that you are not spiritual. Look, anybody working in the dry hard cold atmosphere that you are in will not be able to uh, unless he's a spiritual penguin he cannot yeah that's why you can't pray much you don't pray much you don't have a good atmosphere there's certain atmosphere look recently i was waiting on i put in Hagen, like i was saying there are different atmosphere from different types of preaching it gives different i was looking for a certain atmosphere. i was there for about five days or six days Two days I couldn't find that much. I found the atmosphere on the third day. Oh, come on. One day I was lying, I was half lying like this. Then asked Papa Hagen what I said, my father. I at the first my father, this is my father, this is my real father. Eesh. I felt it. Power. You are you are look, you have to search for that butterfly crabs, fishes, antelopes, uh, 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 elephants are all searching for atmosphere before they will try to operate. You will not search for atmosphere. You are trying to be in ice and be praying in the ice. I see uh, that's why you can't pray. How much do you pray? I write it down and see how practically there's nothing to you. It's because in it's in certain environments you can hardly do anything. I'm telling you, take it from me. That's why the word atmosphere creator came to existence. We started, I started to travel with a tape recorder. Yeah, small tape recorder. It was my atmosphere. That, those times, CD hasn't come, but tape came. 
So I had it. it was called atmosphere creator. I didn't even call it tape recorder. So, and all my pastors, everybody around me, we all had atmosphere creators. Yeah. La 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 ba shaba. And now I have always an atmosphere. Without atmosphere, I what? I cannot try. I'm down for. Shandola basabala bika barandalaba. May you stand in a rainy environment and be blessed. May you have showers and be charged. Kebolans and teleba kamarandolaba. May you enjoy atmospheres of heaven. Heavenly atmospheres. Atmospheres. Can despeligara sombros tenebalan. Tespeligigremes. Shinbelberekestes. Kiplegres. Mikrikambos. Mempridilemas. Mantolembres. Manelebres. Mandel Bachaman. Singrebelesteshe. Climb out. Climb out. Climb higher. Climb into the atmosphere and flourish. My son, my tree, my palm tree, climb into the atmosphere, migrate into the atmosphere where you flourish and flourish spiritually. Flourish spiritually, become mighty spiritually, climb and enter into the atmosphere that will make you a spiritual person. Enter it, my son, enter my child, enter my daughter out of the ice, out of the desert out of the barren atmosphere into a riverside into a rainy atmosphere an atmosphere of presence an atmosphere of power an atmosphere where he is there where you can rise like an eagle rise and climb climb into the sky climb into the higher places for you cannot climb except you enter that atmosphere Except you enter the atmosphere of waiting on him, you will never be like a legal. You will never go high. You will never go fast. You will never go deep. You will never rise to the place you are to arise to because you are never in the atmosphere of waiting on him. On him alone. Him alone who holds the universe, who holds the power, who holds the destiny, who holds the destiny of his servants, who controls the earth, controls the future, controls the destiny of God's power and moves on the earth. Sunday. 
The next one is the atmosphere of worship. Now, there are differences in atmospheres. And a spiritual pilgrim must discover the different, slight differences in atmospheres and you must know what causes it there is hot atmosphere but there is hot and humid atmosphere there is cold atmosphere and there is cold and dry they are different and they have different effects physically and the same goes for spiritual and so in this you are seeing fine differences in slightly different atmospheres it looked like the one and the same, but it's not the same. An atmosphere of waiting is different from an atmosphere of prayer. Now, these next two atmospheres, the atmosphere of worship, and then the second atmosphere is the atmosphere of anointed music. They are different. They are different. They are similar, but they are different. They all have something to do with music, but they have different effects. And each atmosphere has a different effect on you spiritually you have a certain amount of development or progress or spiritual accomplishment and achievement and spiritual attainment into divine and deep things mysterious things yes depending on how you are able to shift into a slightly different atmosphere if you can pick a slightly different atmosphere you may climb a little higher that is why aeroplanes one day i was i was wondering you know I went on a very short flight from Devon to Johannesburg and other short, short flights like Accra to Lagos. The plane with 30 minutes, 35 minutes, and the plane will go up, straight up for a long time. You see, because you can see the altimeter showing you how the altitude, how high the plane is. And then it just goes up and starts to come down. It's like the plane operates in a certain atmosphere. If it operates in this atmosphere where we are, it cannot fly a certain distance. Because the atmosphere up there is rare atmosphere. It's less thick, it's lighter, and the planes go further and faster in that atmosphere than here. 
So that's why you hear the place going 33,000 uh, feet. Sometimes eight miles in the air. They are up the far up the you ask yourself, why do they fly so high? Do you understand? And they don't fly, let's say, at a thousand feet or a thousand meters or whatever. It's the atmosphere. They keep on trying to get to a certain atmosphere. And at that atmosphere, they can go a certain distance. And so you need to pick. And you say it's all air. It's all atmosphere. But there are atmospheres and atmospheres. And so you have to pick. Even when it comes to preaching, there's different types of preaching that give different type of atmosphere with different spiritual attainments into deep things and mystical things. Where deep calls unto deep. There is a place deep calls deep. So spiritual music, anointed music, all right, and um, worship. Okay? And now, atmosphere of worship. Second Chronicles chapter 5. And it came even to pass, verse 13. Where is Awo? Second Chronicles chapter 5, verse 13. The trumpeters and singers joined in unison, as with one voice, to give praise and thanks to the Lord. Accompanied by trumpets, cymbals, and other instruments, they raised their voices in praise to the Lord and sang. He is good. His love endures forever. Then the temple of the Lord was filled with a cloud. Go on. And the priests could not perform their service because of the cloud. For the glory of the Lord filled the temple of God. My darling, change your version of your Bible, right? Change back to King James. Okay. It came even to pass, as the trumpeters and singers were as one, to make one sound to be heard, in praising and thanking the Lord. And when they lifted up their voice with the trumpets and cymbals and instruments of music, and praised the Lord, saying, For he is good, his mercy endureth forever. That then the house was filled with a cloud, even the house of the Lord, so that the priest could not stand to minister by reason of the cloud. For the glory of the Lord had filled the house of God. Amen. Wow. You see, they lifted up to worship and to praise the Lord. Now, 2 Kings chapter 3, verse 14. As the atmosphere of anointed music. Second Kings chapter three verse fourteen. So the atmosphere of worship brings glory. If you want to experience the glory of the Lord, worship. If you want to experience the next thing, the anointed atmosphere of anointed music. It causes your ministry gift to be activated. Your ministry gift is activated. Your calling is empowered and activated by an atmosphere of anointed music. But the atmosphere of worship does something different. You get, you attain something different in the atmosphere of worship. In the atmosphere of worship, you attain glory, the presence of glory. And I will explain what is glory. But in the atmosphere of anointed music, which is not worship, 
Do you get it? Alright? Now, now notice. Notice. Where is she? 2 Kings 13. Chapter 3 verse 14. 2 Kings chapter 3 verse 14. And Elisha said, As the Lord of hosts liveth, before whom I stand, surely, where, where it's not that I regard the presence of Jehoshaphat, the king of Judah, I will not look toward thee, nor see thee. But now bring me a minstrel. And it came to pass, when the minstrel played, that the hand of the Lord came upon him. And he said, Thus saith the Lord, Make this valley full of ditches. For thus saith the Lord, Ye shall not see wind, neither shall ye see rain. Yet that valley sh shall be filled with water, that they may drink, both ye and your cattle and your beasts. And this is but a light thing in the sight of the Lord. He will deliver the Moabites also into your hand. Hmm. And right. ye shall... Beautiful. Now, Elisha, all right, wanted to... They called him to minister. But when he came, the person who had called him was a very wicked man. Do you understand? And he didn't feel like ministering. Are you with me? Because the person who had called him was a wicked man. You get it? It was Jehoram, the son of um, Ahab. Who was a very wicked man. So he told him in verse uh, tw uh, 12, all right, uh, verse 13. Elijah said, What do I have to do with you? Go to the prophets of your father. You are worshiping idols. And then Elijah said, As the Lord liveth, if it were not because of Jehoshaphat, there were two kings, the king of Judah. And the king of Israel. The king of Judah was Jehoshaphat. The king of Israel was Jehoram. Jehoram was the son of Ahab. And Ahab was an idol worshiper. And they were worshiping Baal. And doing bad things. Do you get it? Jehoshaphat was Judah. And he was doing good things. So he told him that if it was not for Jehoshaphat. You see verse 14. I will read it. And Elisha said. As the Lord of hosts liveth. Before whom I stand. Surely. Were it not. That were it not. Slowly, were it not that I regard the presence of Jehoshaphat, the king of Judah, mm -hmm. I will not look toward thee nor see thee. Uh -huh. Even if I saw you, I wouldn't see you. Say, I wouldn't look in your direction or even see you. It's because of this king of Judah, Jehoshaphat. That is why I'm even listening. So now the atmosphere was bad because he had just rebuked someone. When you rebuke someone, the atmosphere is bad. So now he needed something to activate his gift. So he couldn't prophesy. Are you with me? Yes. So he said, bring a minstrel. Yeah. You see, that's why I say, some of you, it's not that you are not spiritual. Uh, you, 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 you are not as wise as a crab. I will show you the crabs today. They can travel miles just for atmosphere. Antelopes, wildebeest. Wildebeest is not wild beasts. There's an animal called wildebeest. It's a type of antelope. You, you, you don't seem to be as clever as they are. 
you, 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 you should even not try to pray. You see, one day I went somewhere. The, the, what was a turning point in my understanding of atmosphere was a time when I went to a hotel in a certain country. I had no atmosphere creator. I had just my Bible and I was going to preach. The place was already a very hard spiritual place. When I entered the room, I didn't know what to do in the room. I couldn't pray. I couldn't. When you put on the television, bad news and pornography. Yeah. You see, and if you are not used to these things, you, you can be taken by surprise. What, what is this? And instead of turning it off, you, you may end up looking at it and saying, like, Oh, how? I mean, how? <laughs> And this be <laughs> and before, if you don't take care you see that your hand will be paralyzed at the remote control <laughs> and i found it very difficult because if I wanted to pray, I have to put on CNN. And there was no noise in the room. There was nothing. There was no sound in the room. So to pray, I have to put on CNN. <laughs> Can you imagine praying with CNN? Yeah. This is what happened to me. CNN was one of the only I didn't know what, the, everything else. Some fantastic music. This, this, this. So it's like the mildest atmosphere was either dead silence in a smallish room, do you see, or CNN. And now I have to choose CNN as my atmosphere. <laughs> that was the place that I decided to get an atmosphere with and create my own atmosphere everywhere that I go. Yeah. From that time, I cannot move to a place without in my bag uh, that I'm carrying are uh, what I will use to create my personal atmosphere. Yeah. It's true. Are you listening to me? Yeah. So I, I don't see how some, some of you, you, say, you want to pray. You can't pray. Where you are, you can't pray. Well, you cannot operate. I'm telling you. There's no, there's no surprise. There's no surprise that the tree is small. No, where it's planted. There's no surprise. So the gift is activated by the music. Now, anybody who... That, that is probably why I, I'm interested in music. Because music activates the gift. All through my ministry, I've, my ministry has been activated by... By, by assisted by music. Either you have heard Ida sing many times at camps over and over and over again. When I'm at crusade, Vivaldi controls the whole the controls the whole crusade virtually with her music. And all different aspects of the crusade is controlled by the atmosphere of the stage. 
I mean, Reverend is stood at 10 and he asked, he said, what, I mean, the hope seems to be something that is rehearsed. It's atmosphere that is, this, I mean, controlled. It's like something is happening that has been done. We do it all the time. It's, there's an atmosphere that is needed for miracles. So sometimes I'm on the stage and the atmosphere, some people come on the stage to testify to kill the atmosphere. Yeah, there are some killers. So somehow I'm, I'm getting used to recognizing them. Sometimes the Holy Spirit of this man has come to kill the atmosphere. Let him go quickly. I said, okay, thank you. Go. Yeah. And sometimes when my, my minstrel on the stage is, is not um, careful, which it has happened before, I realize that because she is not activating the atmosphere, the, the miracle service can die. It can just die. You'll be there. You see, the miracle service will die because the miracle service itself needs an atmosphere to be conducted in. Without the atmosphere, it won't happen. Oh, yeah. I mean, if great prophets like Elisha needed minstrels to activate their callings, to create an atmosphere so that they could flow, then anybody who calls himself a pastor must take musicians and music seriously and you you can't just allow any music you can't allow just any music i don't i don't allow any music just any music no 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 almost every song that is sung i I choose it rarely do a song sung that i don't choose if if people have songs they sing it's great but unless i also really like that song I don't, I, I don't want, you can go and sing any, anywhere else you want. Where I am operating, because I'm in a church. I didn't come this morning entertainment, I'm ministering. I need certain types of music. And there are certain types of music that de-anoint you. And this is a different atmosphere from prayer. And it's also different from worship. Worship atmosphere, you see glory. You are, your gift to minister is not being like, you are not coming to minister to anybody. In an atmosphere of worship, the beauty, glory means beauty. Tell someone, glory means beauty. So the beautifulness of God comes quickly. Uh, You don't have that in prayer atmosphere. When you pray, you become intense. You become intense and you start flowing towards something. But when there's worship, God, it's it's beautiful. Suddenly there's some beauty. There's There's something beautiful that just comes very quickly when there's good worship. And in our churches, there is, there is an attack on worship. In most of our churches, there is an attack on The worship is not good in many of the churches. It's just a lot of clanging cymbals. A lot of clanging cymbals and a lot of meaningless songs. And meaningless rhythm. And kind of just clanging and saying things. But not much worship. And people can't worship. Because it's an attack. Because they know the beauty of God. The beauty, the beauty that comes when God is beautiful and everything is beautiful. Everything is wonderful. It comes through worship. And so there's an attack. So there are few worship leaders now. Good worship leaders. And the worship stars, you see how we've struggled to get some few worship things to go. Yeah, it's very difficult to get a good worship leader and good singers. Yeah. 
You see, and singers, you need to be humble. If you are not humble, you cannot become a singer. It takes some, something to move into a certain uh, ranking of singing. It takes a lot. If you are ready to practice, you have to practice and sing so much. I mean, we have three people singing. I have everything to say to each of them about singing. Oh, yeah. I'm interested in music because I know how it activates. I mean, you can listen to camps. You see when Ida is singing. You see the camp is going in a different way. There's nothing like that. This camp is also going in a different way. And the crusades is the same thing. Interesting. And Ida, her name means aid, to help. Vivaldi means life. Brings life. It's, the names are prophetic names. Yeah. A, a, a singer is a helper. And, and on the stage, you need life. You need, don't, don't need people to depress you and say, this is not a miracle. Oh, this is, is there, are you sure? That, oh, today there are no miracles. Oh, the power is less now. What is happening? Maybe you didn't pray. Wow. Many of you, you play music. You play music. You say you are having worship. But you yourself don't know the worship song. And, and because you don't know it, it disconnects from you. It's just music. It's like clanging cymbals. It does it's nothing. For me, there are few worship songs, few worship things that work for me. But I don't know so much. I don't know these hill songs. Some of them are even called worship, but they are being, they will drain you spiritually. Yeah. It will drain you. So the atmosphere is so important. And, and, and so now, you need to know, I need my atmosphere creator. I need my atmosphere creator with me. And you ask yourself, what atmosphere do you need now? Do you need an atmosphere of prayer? Like I was playing Papa Hagin's tape. Or do I need an atmosphere of worship? Or do I need an atmosphere of music? Or do I need an atmosphere of waiting on God? And I'm coming to the other atmospheres. They are slightly different. And they have different effects. Are you still around? Are you still around? Are you sure you are still around? Yes. You are hungry. No. You are waiting. You are trying to finish with me. You are trying to finish with me. Ask your neighbor, are you all right? Everything all right? It's powerful. Yeah. If you come where I am, when I'm praying, you not always hear music. It depends on the atmosphere that I need. If I want to grow apple trees, I, I know the atmosphere. I need ice. I need cold. If I want to grow mango trees, I know the humidity I'm going to need. And you, you want to grow, you want to meet God. You want to get close to God. You want certain things, but you don't seem to know which atmosphere you need. Now, when I put on music of an anointed person, like, 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 like Andre Crouch, okay, I can, I can, I can be in the presence of God in a certain way for a long time because of a certain atmosphere that is created of which I'm comfortable with. 
Because anointed music creates an atmosphere where your gift and your calling is activated. And one of the gifts and calling of a pastor is to intercede. So sometimes it gives you the ability to even pray longer. One of the effortless one hour, effortless one hour for me to pray is to play and recrouch um, the one that has um, um, sweet communion. What is that? Yeah, finally. Finally. Effortless one hour of prayer. If I, I will not notice I prayed for one hour. You see, all of you have an atmosphere which will activate your pastoral gift effortlessly. There is a, there is a particular worship atmosphere or music, anointed music to activate your anointing so effort you will not even know you've activated a gift. Because it takes a gift to pray for an hour. <laughs> it's a gift. Oh, come on. You can pray. When you look at the time, see, three minutes, five minutes. Listen, I'm talking about, listen, I'm talking about an effortless one hour for you. There is, there is an atmosphere. You will, not know, you will not even know that you've prayed. Take it from me. I'm thinking, there is a, find it, find it, find it, find it, find it. You need to find an effortless one hour atmosphere. Where you, you see that you put it, you, an hour has gone because the whole city is even an hour. It's gone by. You didn't even know that you prayed for an hour. It, the atmosphere just keeps changing. The song after song after song after song. We've prayed for an hour. Yeah. I tell you, you see, I'm, te- I'm explaining that people who do great things spiritually, it's not that they are like so diligent or so whatever. It's, you create an atmosphere that the normal trees that grow there will grow there. Not even any extra effort. As I find myself in effortless one hours of prayer. You know, recently I was just praying and because I, as I played it, then I realized I've, I've prayed for an hour. Because the, the city is what, 50 something minutes, one hour, two minutes, whatever. Said, ah, is it finished already? You, know, you didn't even know that you prayed for an hour, but you've prayed, you've been praying throughout, holding your Bible, reading whatever it is, but you are praying. One hour has gone by. And then you see that you are moving away from the disciples who could not watch and pray for one hour. And you are now distancing yourself from the ordinary sheep. The ordinary, you are becoming a shepherd who, who intercedes. At first, you were just a normal sheep who couldn't pray. But now you can pray. You can pray, you can pray, you can pray, you can pray. You can pray. You can pray because you've learned to create an atmosphere that an apple tree can grow. And you are a tree. Remember, you are a tree of righteousness, the planting of the Lord. You need a particular atmosphere to bear fruits. Remember, you are grass. Remember, you are a flower. Remember that small sun, you see that you are finished. Remember that small dryness, you see that you have become brown. You need the atmosphere to be green and fresh and juicy and voluptuous. Look. Recently, I was coming from abroad. And I was boarding a flight coming from Europe. There are a lot of Ghanaians coming home to Ghana for Christmas. When I got to the flight, I saw the people. And I immediately knew all these people did not grow up in Ghana. They were young people and they all did not grow up in Ghana. I could see from their faces. They didn't speak. I didn't listen to their voice, their accent. I knew 
from their faces the roundedness of the face the features that the, the, the skin i'm telling you i knew they had grown in another atmosphere and as i look i could see those who had grown in ghana <laughs> One day I went to the north of Ghana and I saw some people. They looked so haggard. And a brother said to me, he said, he said to me, because of the harshness of the weather, they have what we call premature aging. And I've never heard that word before. I said, really? They look far older than they are because it's dry, it's hot. It's, it, the atmosphere has made you with it. <laughs> an effortless two hours you know something the day that you start to pray for two hours and three hours it will be the day that you, you are able to transport a certain atmosphere take it from you won't even notice it take it from and also when you start to pray for three hours you will, you will know that you will know that you have, you have created an atmosphere in which you can pray for three hours. Yeah. And you see how easy it will be. Yeah. I can, I can pray for five hours. I can pray for seven hours. I can pray for ten hours. Sometimes I can pray for 24 hours. Are you sleeping? Sure? Careful, because the guys can shoot you at any time. Yeah. I I can I can I can be there, but not 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 in silence. Not with CNN. Not not with just any music. Not sometimes not even with worship because I am more familiar with anointed music than worship. Music. Yeah, I'm more, because I'm more used to certain music. It's it's like an accompaniment. I'll be there. It's played two twice. It's played three times. Or it's played this one. It's another place like that. It's finished. It's the atmosphere to continue praying, to persist in praying. That's why you don't pray much. Is it true or it's not? That's why you don't pray much. You can't pray. You can't. You are not a penguin. Look, if I put you in that penguin atmosphere and I say, worship God, you say, ah, I can't. That's, you, you won't pray. You won't even pray for one minute. God, I put you in the wrong atmosphere. Atmosphere creator. Hallelujah. Stand up. Stand up. Beautiful. Beautiful. The next one. An atmosphere of thanksgiving. Now, this is different from the atmosphere of worship. Now, this is a very key atmosphere. Do you know why? Because this is an atmosphere that is the atmosphere that... Is there a problem? What's going on? You need to use the bathroom? Is everything all right? Okay. 
this is prob probably one of the most important atmospheres because it's an atmosphere that is not I'm not talking about the atmosphere during church service no it's the atmosphere of daily living yes it's the atmosphere of daily living yeah <laughs> it's not an atmosphere to pray or anything like that and it's a little different from the atmosphere of anointed music and the atmosphere of worship is the atmosphere of thanksgiving yeah it's an atmosphere for a certain kind of daily living wow wow tell somebody i i want that atmosphere of daily living now how many want that atmosphere now this atmosphere does something special and fantastic it brings a continuous presence of his power you want to stay in his presence when you're on the other side when you're walking with your friend you're holding hands with your friend you want to be in his presence when what about when you go to the toilet and you sit you sit on the toilet you want to be in his presence you want to be in his presence wow what about when you are in your car? Do you want to be in his presence? With your friends? What about with your beloved? Your best friend? Do you want him to be there? Then the atmosphere you need is an atmosphere of thanksgiving. Why? 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 Enter his gates. Enter his gates with thanksgiving. Enter his presence. Go, the gate will open go into where he is with with thanksgiving you enter straight as soon as you start saying thank you lord we are blessed the presence of god is immediately there activated yeah as soon as you murmur and you complain evil spirits the atmosphere that's the atmosphere that the israelites had that's why they were destroyed you murmured the, the exact opposite is complaining and criticism so those who complain, complain about your mother, complain about your father, complain about this, complain about this, complain. You have a negative atmosphere. And evil spirits are always around somewhere. But you enter his presence. And I always remember one day I entered a lift. And as we entered a lift, it was a beautiful hotel over the Pacific Ocean in South America. I went way up to the top. My, my hotel room was glass, glass. You just stand in the room like that, beautiful room. And you just see the ocean. Yeah. So I came out with Pastor Joel and we came to the lift and then we, we, we went, went into the lift and we stood there and then he also stood by my side like this and then I said, we are blessed. Then he said, you know, I think because you are always saying we are blessed, that's why we are blessed. You know, when you are always saying thank you or when you are saying we are blessed, this is a great thing. Do you understand? It's like you are thankful. Do you see? And when you are thankful, the Bible said, be filled with the Spirit, giving thanks. I will show it to you. You enter his, you're always in his presence. But those say, eh? you know, they told us that this, you see, monkey, they work, but you see, that is why this, 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 that, that. You see, you think that whatever. We, we are always doing this uh, evil spirits. It's always a different atmosphere. And you think about some of you children, how you complain about your mother, complain about your father, complain about your husband, complain about whatever. You see, a woman who's always complaining about her husband, you see that there are evil spirits in her. And she lives in an atmosphere of complaint, criticism, talking, anger, what have you. Oh, Shabaya. 
Do you understand what I'm talking? Enter, enter his gates. Enter his gates. Enter, enter. I, I came into his presence with thanksgiving. Yeah, with thanksgiving. And I was in his presence. I was just moving around with my friends. Come, friends. And I'm, I'm, in, I'm, in, I'm in his presence. Even when you are, come, friends, come. When I'm, with, when I'm with my friends and we are thanking God, we can't do bad things. We go to say that, oh, God, God, has, God has blessed us and God has brought us here. God, God has been good and we are thankful. And God is with us. Would, you, would, you, would there not be a presence there? Yeah, well, when, when you don't have the presence of God, you don't say thank you. You don't think God has brought you there. Another spirit is coming. Enter. You see, I'm not, I'm not in the midst of these people here. I'm not in the midst of them. I'm outside. But these people are there. If I want to enter, I need thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Hey! I'm in the midst of the people now. With thanksgiving. I'm always saying thank you. I'm always saying I'm blessed. I'm always saying it's a good thing. It is good for me. It is it's, it's a blessing. Yeah. I'm always grateful. Always grateful. Say, God has blessed me. I'm happy. I like it. I was with Dr. Ogo in Guinea-Bissau. When I sat on the stage, we were sitting together, and I said to him, I just whispered to him, I said, we are so fantastically blessed to sit here. Did I know? Is that not what I told you? said it. You said, we are so blessed. This is a great promotion. That's what the word you say. We have been promoted to be sitting here in Guinea-Bissau, watching crowds receiving Christ and preaching the word of God. It's an honor. I'm thankful. Wow. It was super. Portuguese speaking Christians and yes. unbelievers. Yes. You preach and somebody interprets into Portuguese. Yeah. And we were blessed to be in Bafata. Bafata. Blessed. Yeah. One story building. Yes. We stayed, we stayed in a hotel where there's no lights, there's no water, there's nothing. And I said, We are blessed. We are so happy. But we are staying, maintaining the presence. Not even that that's not the reason why, but genuinely you think you are blessed. One day, one day, certain pastors, I asked him, I said, I asked him, am I rich? He said, you are not rich, you are just content. You are always thankful, you are always happy. About you seem to be happy with few things. <laughs> yeah, he's somebody who is close to me. He's somebody who is close to me. He said, oh, you seem to be happy with, I mean, because one day I called him, I said, I look, Prince Charles, Prince of Wales, the Prince of Wales, he cannot compare himself with me. I told, I told him he cannot compare himself. I said, look at somebody making tea for me. A, a lawyer is making, or a doctor, or some, I mean, a, a bank manager. I said, no, no, no. I'm the highest order. Look at me. I'm blessed. You see, I, I'm glad. You are not glad, but I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad to be here. You are not glad to be here. I'm glad to be here. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, you may not be glad, but I'm glad to be here. I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to be here. When you go home to your parents, you should thank God. When you get home, thank God. Oh, thank God for this opportunity. Grateful. Whenever I'm about to eat, I thank God. I'm so grateful. Sometimes when I'm about to relax, I take the remote, I'm about to put on the television and, and relax to just eat something. I kneel down. 
usually alone. I don't even let my wife see. Sometimes if I see my wife come, I get up quickly. It's, not, it's, it's private. It's, I'm, I'm just thanking God personally. Yeah. <laughs> it's private. And I, and I say thank you for this moment. One day, I was in a mortuary, and a man a man was dead. And uh, they wanted to know the cause, so I cut open the man. When I opened the man, I couldn't find what was wrong, so the, the stomach was one, and I cut open the stomach. When I opened the stomach, it was full of yam. Yeah, yeah just had his yeah. dinner. Yam, like you clear yam, cut yam with some, I don't know whether it was some kind of palm oil also in the yam. He had just eaten. His stomach was full of. If I don't know why he didn't chew it, well, because you could see the pieces. I don't know whether he was just swallowing. And I realized that he had eaten and just died. It's a blessing to eat and you are still alive. I said, "Thank you, Lord. Thank you for this meal. Thank you for this place. Thank you for this honor." Wow. Enter his gate. I'm in the house now. I'm in the house where he stays. And I use Thanksgiving. An atmosphere of Thanksgiving. And I was I was I, in my car I'm the atmosphere of Thanksgiving. So we are blessed. When I landed in Gambia, we sat in our healing Jesus crusade car. I said, Glory be to God. We drove through Gambia, through Senegal, through Guinea Bissau, through different places. When we want to go to the toilet, we'll go to the bushes. We'll walk to the. Oh, glory be to. We are so happy. Not that we are saying that we are blessed to sort of deep, uh, 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 suppress complaints. No. no at the no. genuine feeling. When I go to the toilet in the bush, I feel so blessed. I feel so blessed. It's a blessing. Oh. Oh. so blessed what a blessing you are complaining every day complaining every day that's why you don't stay in his presence yes you you enter the gates of god and god continually stays with you through thanking always oh thank god and you tell someone i thank god the people that work with me i'm always thanking them you can ask them. I'm always thanking them. Many times they say, "Oh, we, we should be thankful." Oh, thank you. I was thankful. Thank you for what you are doing for me. Thank you for this. Thank you. So, oh, me, look at me. I have classmates. Even they don't have even somebody to iron their shirt for them. Yes, at this at the age of uh, at the age of fifty something, they have worked as professors, doctors, whatever. Even somebody to iron, or even somebody to wash their car. There is nothing like that. Yeah. Look at me, a pastor. Wow. wow. Um, uh, we are blessed. We are blessed. blessed. No, no, no. No, no, no. I feel there's a blessing. I feel there's a blessing. So, um, my, father, my father didn't pay my school fees. Thank God for your father. It is because your father didn't pay your school. That's why you become a Christian. Thank you to God for your father. He didn't pay your school. That's why you are a Christian. 
if you had been paying your fees, you would have been some stuck up, stuck up, proud, proud child. Very arrogant and beastly. My wife was watching TBN. Do you know TBN? American Christian television. When she finished watching, she was telling me what she, she was watching. My wife she just bosses naturally. She will boss you what is happening. And she told me that the people that she was watching, they were giving testimonies. And the testimony, one of the testimonies was that one of the ladies said, one of the people said, you know, <laughs> my voice is, <laughs> I thank God for my life. I thank God. I thank God for all his blessings. You know, I, so, many, so many bad things could have happened to me. But the Lord was really good to me. I could have even been born in Africa, but God delivered me. <laughs> She was, she was giving a testimony. She, glory to God. Glory to God. You know, really, really grateful to God for all his blessings. So many wonderful things he's done for, for my life. I'm really grateful, you know. I could have been born in Africa. I could have even been born in Africa. You know? Here I am, and God's been so good to me. To be born in Africa. We are joking. We, we are thankful to God that we are born here. Hey, some people are not. Some people are not
Are you grateful to God? Has God been good to you? Are you glad you're born in Africa? One day, I saw met a certain sister from Takrade. And when I was talking to her, she had she had traveled abroad and she was not coming back. I said to her, Your husband is waiting for you in Takrade. She said, Ask for me. I feel that I'm even from here. You see, you have to be thankful. Thankful. Not ungrateful. Thankful for what you are and who you are. What you have. Amen. And immediately, immediately, you are in the presence presence of the Lord wow cannot marry your wife after some years to look at her and say pains me that I married you pains me look look when you say that how many would agree with me an evil spirit has entered your marriage an evil spirit it, it, it really pains me that I made that I mean, mistake should I have known had I known it would have been like this and immediately you know that an evil spirit but when you turn and you say oh my darling I'm so grateful to the Lord for thy life what you are to me nobody is to me that way after all these years I still do love thee Wow. Then you know the Holy Spirit is still there. Is it amazing? Sit down. Turn to Ephesians chapter 5. Verse 18. 
Be not drunk with wine, wherein is excess, but be filled. Be filled. Be filled. Be filled. Be filled with what? After the word spirit comes what? Semicolon. You see a semicolon there? Which means what? That is to say, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. Making melody in your heart, you'll be singing. And then after making melody in your heart to the Lord, what comes next? Semicolon. Look at it. Semicolon again. Which is that is to say. So those hymns and psalms and spiritual songs is to say what? Verse 20. Giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of Lord Jesus Christ. And another semicolon again. That is to say submitting yourselves one to another in the fear of God. Amen. And after that comes what? Full stop. Full stop. That's where it ends. So to be filled with the Spirit, psalms, spiritual songs, hymns, humility, submitting yourself, being thankful. And you see that you always have the Holy Spirit. Be filled. Be filled. Be filled. Be filled in your car. Be filled in your shower. When you are showering, be filled in your bath. Those of you are bath, you are bathing outside by the Unanka Center over there, or you are sleeping on the floor. Be thankful. Be thankful. Be thankful. Be thankful. You know, one day Yongicho went to Australia. One day Yongicho went to Australia. I think it was Australia, somewhere in America. I, I, I forget where. And when he got there, his secretary had put him in another hotel. When he got to the hotel, he was not happy at all with the place that his secretary had put. So he was saying that, you know, he was not happy with what his secretary had done. So he came to the window of the hotel. As he was standing at the window of the hotel, the place outside where he would have been suddenly started to move like this there was an earthquake all that place was whatever yeah so the mistake that his secretary had made was, was actually what i've said is like giving thanks always for all things yeah when i heard it i was amazed giving thanks always for all things you get married and you find out that your wife doesn't know how to cook. When she enters the kitchen, she's like a carpenter. Kitchen. Giving thanks. So, Lord, thank you for what I have. You marry your husband, you realize that he's not romantic. You don't start cursing him. You say, You, this guy, you were looking spiritual in the church. I thought that your preaching it meant that you were spiritual. I am not knowing that you are, you are your spiritual, but you are not romantic. We don't need spirituality in the marriage. We need the romanticism. Hey. 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 You may get a romantic brother, 
who is used to rapping. Hi, baby. Hi, baby. But that hi, baby, he's been saying the hi, baby to a lot of babies. You are just number 17. So the romantic brother is a serial killer. But this spiritual brother who doesn't know the romanticism is actually the dull one, is the very safe brother that you have found. He doesn't know how to rap girls. I've seen so many girls bouncing brothers who don't know how to rap. What you should realize is that you have actually got a blank check that you can train. He's the brother that you need. He doesn't know much. And he's just somebody who is experienced with girls. He knows how to rap you, then you have a certain feeling. A certain feeling. As he's rapping, he's laughing in his head. He's saying to himself that this one always works. Oh, they have some standard rap. So it seems I know you somewhere. Some standard, some, there are some standard raps. Some standard raps. What were you in Wegehead? You're looking really good today. I like what? You smell nice. Uh, what, 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 what am I smelling? Is it, is it a Gucci? Is it Yves Saint Laurent? Is it a Estelada? What, what, what is that? They are, they are different. Hello? Yeah. What you need, you need to be thankful. Your, your so-called beloved, so-called guy was rapping you. He didn't marry you. You better start thanking You don't even know. You don't even know what you have been delivered from. Oh, what? One day I saw a certain sister. She was broken hearted. She was broken hearted. And I said in my head, You don't know what you have been delivered from. You are a fool, but you don't know. And I said in my head, I said in my head, You have a chicken brain. Your chicken brain has made you feel sad. You should not have been feeling sad. Chicken brain is caused by too much emotion without thinking. And the thinking has been reduced to a chicken. Because see, a chicken, see the body is big, the head is very small. And the brain is inside it. The brain will be like a small granite or something or half of a granite. It doesn't think. And this boy has broken your heart, so you are sad. Will you clear up from there before? Stop that rough there. And now re-enter his gates with thanksgiving. Re-enter his gates. Re-enter his presence with thanksgiving. And be grateful. Say the guy has, the guy has broken your heart. Is your heart is your heart made of glass? Is your heart made of glass? Uh, is your heart made of glass? And you are taking that broken heart on so many issues. It's not right. 
It is coloring the rest of your life. One incident it has changed you into an, an, an abnormal person. Be thankful. You will not marry me. I will tell you what to say to somebody who, who says you know. Are you ready to write it? Take your, take your pen. Take your pen. I should have said take your fingers. Tap. But it is now that you are hearing that you are going digital. So, Do you want to know what to, to say? Uh, to somebody who says he doesn't want to marry you. You would want to know what? Are you ready to write? Yes. Are you ready? Yes. Are you really, really yes. ready? You tell the person you will not get poop. You will not get. You will not get poop. You will not get. <laughs> You will not get a poop. Add the poop, add the poop. You will not get. Okay. You are joking. You are joking. You know you didn't get. Somebody like me. To love somebody like you. You know you didn't get. Can you allow one foolish boy to turn you into a bitter widow from this young age? You have changed into a bitter widow from now. What do you mean? You will not get book. Then another one. Are you ready to write it? You will not get something delicious like me to enjoy. get something delicious like me to enjoy. No, 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 never. You never get something delicious like me to enjoy. Ah, never get something like me delicious. You know how delicious I am. I'm coming to delicious atmosphere. Be thankful that he has gone with his wahala. Yeah. Look at you. I cannot even have accommodated somebody like you. You will not get poop. You will not get something delicious like me. You are enjoy. Do you know how delicious I am? 
Uh -huh. One more. Okay, okay. I will not shed even one tear. One tear for you. You will not get even one of my tears. What? I not shed even one single one like this. Do not come down my cheek. Because of what do you mean? Not even one drop, one tear drop will come down my cheek. Foolish boy like you. Because of Christ, I don't want to insult you. delicious another one you have missed something exciting you have missed something exciting you have missed something exciting <laughs> you have missed something exciting now your life will be boring you have missed something exciting You have missed. You have missed. Ah. Another one. I don't have space. I don't have space in my numbers to keep your name. I don't have, I don't have space. I don't have space for your number. That's why delete was created. Delete. Do you want to delete this name? Yes. Do you want to delete this contact? Yes. Huh? Are you sure? Yes. You have missed something exciting. How many are going to stay in the presence of the Lord? Wonderful. Next one. What happened? It's broken. Totally broken. Ah. Glory to God. You guys are doing a great job atmosphere 
The next one. Atmosphere of praise. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Psalm 100, verse 4. So that is another atmosphere, praise. That is why having big shots on the front row of a church is a very dangerous thing. So at our crusades, we don't have, we don't allow the politicians. Because often they want to come. We have a place downstairs for them. They always want to come. So no, only pastors on the stage. No politicians. You come and sit there and start sleeping. And you kill the atmosphere. When we want to praise the Lord, they are all sitting there stiff, salted, soaked in vinegar. And you can't even dance. You can't even praise the Lord. That is why the older, sometimes you see that sometimes the older the church and the less there is praises, the less of the presence of God. Yeah. You see, a hymn is restrictive in praising the Lord. Because praising involves exuberant expression with your soul, with your mind, and with your body. So praises is worshipping God with exuberance, with energy, with life. And it pulls your body in. Are you with me? God bless you for listening to this message. Visit daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every week. And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.